The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. When Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea in the days of King Herod, behold, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is the newborn king of the Jews? We saw his star at its rising, and have come to do him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was greatly troubled, and all Jerusalem with him. Assembling all the chief priests and the scribes of the people, He inquired of them where the Christ was to be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea, for thus it has been written through the prophet, And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, since from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and ascertained from them the time of the star's appearance. He sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search diligently for the child. When you have found him, bring me word that I too may go and do him homage. After their audience with the king, they set out. And behold, The star that they had seen at its rising preceded them until it came and stopped over the place where the child was. They were overjoyed at seeing the star, and on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother. They prostrated themselves and did him homage. Then they opened their treasures and offered him gifts of gold, frankincense, and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they departed for their country by another way. The Gospel of the Lord. God enters history and does so in his original style. Surprise. The God of surprises always surprises us. 
Pope Francis shared that in one of his Christmas messages lately. Today, as we know, we celebrate the Feast of the Epiphany, where we meet those three gentlemen known as the Three Kings. And thus, Matthew reminds you and me once again that the God of surprises always surprises us. For amidst a very familiar story, we find all kinds of startling and almost incredulous details. We know very little about these three travelers that Matthew calls the Magi or the astrologers. Tradition refers to them as kings. And while probably men of means in the eyes of the Jewish people, they were very suspicious characters. People not to be trusted. After all, they were from the East. They were from the Gentile world. Their exact home is unknown as is their journey. And as we are well aware, Scripture does not even allow us to know their names. Traditionally, we have referred to them as Caspar, Balthazar, and Melchior. And yet, surprisingly, while all the residents of Bethlehem and Jerusalem are unaware of the birth of Christ, these three men, like the shepherds, they know something shocking. There is a newborn king of the Jews. Yes, the God of surprises first reveals the birth of his son to some of the most unlikely individuals. And as I thought about it some more, perhaps the Magi, too, found themselves surprised. Surprised that no one in Herod's court was aware of this newborn king. Surprised that Herod and his courtiers would remain in Jerusalem and not join them in their quest. And surprised that the star they saw at its rising settled, settled over humble surroundings of the Holy Family. And then, too, I wonder about Mary and Joseph. Were they, too, also surprised? Why would men such as these be interested at all in the birth of their child? And then, as we know to their amazement, these wealthy travelers present gifts, extravagant gifts, for a child born to a poor and very insignificant carpenter. We just heard that Matthew opened, tells us that they opened their coffers, giving Jesus gold, frankincense, and myrrh. By tradition, these gifts are symbols. They're symbols of something about Jesus. 
gold symbolizes that Jesus is truly a king. Frankincense symbolizes the worship that is befitting of Jesus as the Son of God. And myrrh, a burial ointment, symbolizes that Jesus will one day die for you and for all mankind. But surprise, those symbols have something also to say about you and me. For they are symbols, symbols of how you and I are to live our lives. That gold, it symbolizes all of our possessions, and I'm not just speaking about our material possessions, but we are invited to lay all we have before the Lord. For think about it, absolutely everything you and I have acquired in this life is a gift. It's a blessing from God. And don't we know that our lives are short? And while you and I are here on this earth, we are truly only stewards, caretakers of all of God's bounty. Frankincense, well, it symbolizes our gift, our gift of worship to God. For we are to truly worship God every day of our lives. And while we all know it is easy to get caught up in the worship of other things, the worship of ourselves or our possessions, our money or our popularity, only one thing, only one thing truly is worth our worship. And that is God himself, the God who loved you and me into being. Now, myrrh, it symbolizes our own death. And in laying that gift before Jesus, we're saying something important. We're saying to Jesus, my life is truly yours, Lord. Let me decrease and you increase and use me and my life as you will. And you know, when we allow God to do just that, to use us as he wills, then truly we will find that our lives are filled filled with surprises. I thought about different folks who have done just that. Surely that was the case of Mother Teresa as she picked up and cared for a dying person on one of the streets in Calcutta. What an absolute surprise for her that a worldwide religious order would come to fruition from one, one yes to God's will. Our Thomas Merton, the very famous Cistercian, not Cistercian, the very famous 
Trappist in Kentucky, when he said yes to God's invitation to share his vocation story. His autobiography, The Seven-Story Mountain, written in 1948, well, it still touches numerous men and women. And then closer to home. In 1988, when Father Greg Boyle looked around at the gang-infested streets in Los Angeles where he was pastoring, he realized that God was asking him to simply help these troubled youth find jobs. And from that yes, a unique ministry called Homeboy Industries was born and continues to change the lives of thousands of individuals. We all know that we right now are at the beginning of another new year. And I wonder, I really wonder what might happen if this year, this year we would allow God to use us as he wills and not as we want. Well, my friends, Like the Magi, I am certain we will be surprised. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. 